following is a paid program from Innovative Financial Solutions. This is the Retirement Playbook with your retirement coach, Brock Allspa. Brock and his team form your retirement offensive line from Innovative Financial Solutions. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Brock provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. Your money and your plans perfectly executed. And now, here is the Retirement Playbook with Brock Allspa. Good morning, Southeast Missouri, and wherever you may be listening, this is the Retirement Playbook. Brought to you by Innovative Financial Solutions. We are the retirement people, and we're here with you every Saturday morning, bringing you some great retirement information. All things retirement. That's who we are. That's what we do every day. I'm also joined by my co-host, Mr. Tony Shore. Good morning, Tony. Good morning, Brock Allspot. Great to be here with you, buddy. Thanks for having me on the show. And I'm excited about this one. I'm pumped up. Wow. Okay. Yeah. He's had a yeah. little extra coffee, folks. You'll have yeah. to excuse my co-host. He's a- <laughs> I've had about 60 cups of coffee. 60 cups of just coffee. Trying, okay. Just trying to get ready for the show. But uh, I am excited because I've been dealing with this with my parents, my grandparents lately, and yeah. uh, estate planning, enhanced planning. Uh, there's a lot to it. And I'll tell you, it's one thing that everyone puts off, but no one should put off. Exactly. Right? And so we're going to talk about that today, and I can't wait. I'm super excited as well. But Good. before we get into it, Tony, I'm going to tell the folks, the friendly people listening to our radio show here this morning about our website. It's theinnovativeteam.com, theinnovativeteam.com. You can log on to that website, check out our past shows. You can order my book. You can download a retirement income toolkit. We're also continuing to talk, and we never will probably stop talking about Roths <laughs> and Roth conversions right. because we believe in it, and we believe in the process. So you can download that uh, information kit about Roth conversions as well. Uh, order the book. It's how to, you know, that's to call the last paycheck, how to build sustainable retirement income and keep those paychecks coming in after you're done working. That's what everybody wants to do. And you can get started by ordering that book. But if you need a customized plan, sit down with me to talk about your specific situation and how we can help you. Just give us a call. 573-332-7855. Okay, Tony, you are correct. It's uh, it affects a lot of people. Uh, the baby boomer generation getting older, uh, definitely most of them have started the retirement process. Yep, and they're caught in between sometimes the sandwich generation, right? Where you got kids that are maybe you're getting through college still, um, and then you have parents that you're dealing with with the health concerns. And maybe, uh, hopefully not, but uh, many times a dwindling health situation where you have to really kind of help both generations there. And so that's where I'm we want to. Tr- yeah, exactly. And so what we want to do, you're not that old, are you, man? I mean, well, I've you, got you, adult children. Tw- I've got adult children in college and I've got parents in long term care who need help. 
Uh, so I would say that's the sandwich generation. Uh, for sure, for sure. I just didn't think you were old enough for it. Did you have kids when you were 10 or what? I mean, uh, No, yeah. I had a birthday last Friday, in fact. <laughs> and I'm the big 5'7". Can you believe five, that? 5'7". Seven. Seven. Okay. Did you know I was that all old? Right. I did not. You, no, you don't, I don't look act that old. It. I don't act it, right? Well, that's, we can all agree on that. But uh, <laughs> I'm 45, so here we go. Yeah, right? you are. I'm, yeah. I'm hitting the sweet spot you there. You don't look so. a day over 44, Brock. Yeah, thanks. Appreciate that. Okay, so uh, so we digress. So anyway, we are going to talk about maintaining family harmony with enhanced planning. You know, a lot of times this is called estate planning, Tony. And a lot of times in Mike's 20-plus years of doing this, I get the feeling, and I've actually talked to people about this, that they don't think they qualify for estate planning, Right. Um, in fact, I, I think it's actually a number one reason why people don't go see a financial advisor too, is they don't feel like they have enough money to talk to a financial advisor. So it's kind of the same uh, situation there, but I will tell you that every person listening to this show, every person needs some level of estate planning. That could be as easy as filling out a beneficiary form to make sure that your account that you have at a bank or a 401k or an IRA or a life insurance policy or whatever it may be. Filling out a beneficiary form is a simple form of estate planning. And so that can go anywhere from being as simple and as inexpensive as possible all the way up to a high net worth person that might need some trust planning, right? And, and, and other things, other services, okay? And it doesn't matter where you're at on the spectrum. Everybody needs to do some form of what we call enhanced planning. And Tony, we'll get into the to the gist of this and some of the details. But I know again, you've been through this, man. And so if you have any stories yeah. you want to share about your personal life, that's fine too, if you want to. If you don't, sure. I understand as well. So Sure. As we get um, into it, I'll probably jump in if I've got something pertinent. Yeah. Okay. So if you've gone through this process, folks. Unfortunately, there probably is a lot of people, you know, listening yeah. to the show that has done a part of this where you have a beloved parent that is dying uh, and maybe without a will, uh, has already passed away without a will or any kind of clear instructions about how they want their assets to be distributed, divided, if you could use another word there. You probably already know that the difficult and potential treacherous situation that this could be. Yeah. And what I'm really talking about there is the emotional part of this to say, yeah. hey, my mom or my dad has now passed away and we've got all of this stuff out here that we really don't know who goes gets what and, and who owns what and how they own it and all this kind of stuff. And it's just a, uh, I've seen some really, really devastating things happen, Tony. And it doesn't matter, right? I mean, I'm not talking about big estates where people argue over all this money. I'm talking anywhere from small things to, you know, jewelry that mom had. You know, we got two... Uh, sisters that don't talk to each other anymore because one took one. It's just, come on. All we have to do is make this, uh, look, there's two things that contribute to happiness. In my opinion, getting a little philosophical here, a little deep here, Tony, but two things, one simplicity two preparation. Okay. Those are, in my opinion, that's what I kind of try to live by is if you can do those two things and whatever you're doing, it will be, you'll end up being happy. You won't have the stress and you won't have um, the feelings of being overwhelmed, right? And so it, it also applies 
to this situation where you have someone that has died, if you prepare for that and you keep things simple, it makes it so much easier and everybody's going to be so much happier if you do those things. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's true. Now, uh, when it talks about, uh, you know, when we talk about enhanced planning, where do you want to mm-hmm. begin today? Yep. So here it is. Enhanced planning at its very simplest form is a way that you can seek to maintain the family harmony you worked so hard to build during your life after you're gone. And again, if you don't need to have $20 million in cash sitting around to make enhanced planning a smart move. So what we're going to do today is we're going to toss out some real-world examples of why enhanced planning may prove so valuable. And here's the first one, Tony. Let's say you began collecting comic books when you were a kid in the 50s and 60s, right? Through the years, you might have amassed thousands and thousands of these comics. And all told, your collection may be worth some serious money, Tony. I mean, let's say it's $20,000, right? Well, that's nothing to sneeze at. It's probably also not life-changing money for someone. But for you, the money was never the point. You bought them and read them because you enjoyed them. And then when your kids came along, you loved lying in bed with them at night and reading your favorites to them and really enjoying those things together. Yep. That's what it's all about, Tony, man. That's, that's, that's what it's all about. And unfortunately, it becomes much more than that when someone passes away. Would you agree? Oh, I would definitely agree. And, I, I mean, that's the thing. Um, it's funny when my, um, when my grandfather on my mom's side, my grandma and grandpa both passed away, um, he was a Mason, right? Freemason. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, it's funny because, you know, the farm and stuff, they auctioned everything off and split the pro- proceeds, and that was already planned out ahead of time. So that was no right. big deal. But uh, there were a few things that he owned, like his, uh, he had a ring, a Mason's ring. Oh, okay, sure. Um, uh, that he had gotten really a long, long time ago for for uh, service or helping people in need. And the right. Masons had given, he'd gotten that through the Masons. Um, and uh, that's what caused a riff between his three daughters. It's who gets Gotcha. That. So, so it, it's never what you think about. I, <laughs> I mean, know. The, big, the big things are important too. Obviously, sure. it's huge sure. to have, if they hadn't worked out already that, hey, no one wants the house or, the, or the, uh, most of the items in the house. So we're going to have an auction, sell the house and split the goods. But then there were a few things in the house, uh, some antiques and my grandfather's ring. And then all three goes, well, I think dad wanted me to have that. And I think dad wanted me to right. have that. So it right. happens, right? And right. Um, this is what we're talking about, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It is. And that those things, right? They don't have a beneficiary form. Right. <laughs> they right. They're not true. a part of that's true. You know? And so, but it, you can do that. Uh, same thing by basically writing on a piece of paper um, and, and, and saying you want this ring or this comp, you know, whatever this situation is and sign it. And that is, and could be a part of a will, right? In other words, I know that I want this kid to have this item. Guess what? There's no arguing about it. Now, there may be some resentment there, right? But but there's no arguing about it, no fighting over it, if that were to be done. So 
Again, this is all part of the process of it. Think of it this way. Enhanced planning is the planning you do beyond typical wealth management. Because a lot of people say, well, Brock, you're my financial advisor. You you know, you make sure my income's going to be there and my assets are aligned correctly and, and all of these things. And that is all true. And that's what we're really good at that. But we also talk about these things because it matters to you and, and it, for most people it does. And we want to make sure it matters to your beneficiaries and gets done the way you wanted it to be done. Okay. So that's the bottom line. Yep, that's the bottom line right there. I so, think that's that's important. And you you want to spell out clearly what you want done with, you know, you mentioned comic books or a collection right. after you pass away, uh, or you could really be rolling the dice or leaving your loved ones in a bad situation. And that goes for both the big ticket items, uh, beneficiary designation wills, but also for things like that your family might want to keep or might... Either A, it's really valuable, like uh, a comic book collection can right. be very valuable, or a, um, I know I have a record collection, but maybe not. It's not like it's a house or land well, or yeah, stock but investments. It, but at the same time, you need to have that spelled out. You do. You do. And it's something that's important to you, right? I mean, same right. kind of thing. Record collection. Yeah, you, you, know, you might say, hey, you know, uh, times got tough. I could maybe sell a few things. But it's not why you did it, right? It's not right. why you buy these records. Right. And so, so okay, so let's, let's get into it here, Tony. So one of the first things that you should understand is the various ownership considerations, okay? And, and so I'm going to cover some of the basics here. Let me, let me start by saying this, too. You can have a basic understanding of these things by listening to this radio show, reading online, getting you know publications. But ultimately, at the end of the day, folks, I would highly encourage you to seek out the advice of an attorney, right? Yeah. Get somebody that you know, get somebody that you, 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 some of your friends have used, whatever the situation is and that are happy with, and, and, do, and talk through these things, okay? But there are three main elements here, okay? Probate, contract, and joint ownership with rights of survivorship, okay? So let's kind of delve in here just a little bit, not, not too crazy. But probate is property from one of these three categories, property in one's person's name, personal property, and tenants in common, okay? Ultimately, the probate process establishes the validity of a will, okay? It means that a court will decide what the intentions of your will were. And the clearer that you make that, the easier this gets done and the faster it gets done because as we all know, Probate is not a quick process, Tony. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So when it true. comes, and it costs yeah. money. I mean, the do you exactly. want do you want your the money you're leaving behind for your loved ones to go to attorneys and court fees, things like that? No. Right. Right. Exactly. You absolutely not. Right. Um, that's not. <laughs> anyway, you yes, I would think ninety point nine 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 percent of people would uh, would agree with you there. Right. When it comes to property, Tony, in one person's name, think automobiles, investment accounts, cabins, businesses. Personal property includes cash and gold, crops on hand, jewelry, and things like coin collections. And finally, Tony, tenants in common is a uh, any property that's jointly owned, but that does not have rights of survivorship. Now, moving on to contract ownership has a built-in beneficiary arrangement and examples include life insurance, right? You have to establish a beneficiary for life insurance. 
some of the other things you don't have to that we spoke of there on personal property. But with life insurance, annuities, IRA, stocks, and trusts, okay, these are contract ownership, built-in beneficiary arrangements. And lastly, joint ownership with rights or survivorship simply means this, that the deceased person's share goes directly to the surviving owner. This can include things like houses, investment accounts, and bank accounts. So there you go, Tony. There are the yeah. three main elements, and and uh, they all work differently. And uh, so so it's important to understand those three different categories. Then you can go from there uh, to the next step. Yeah, yeah. I think I think it's really important to understand all three of those. And uh, obviously, if you're doing any of this, you want to work with a financial services professional, Brock, somebody like yourself who has the big picture, who can help walk you through it, make sure you're not making any costly mistakes when it comes to estate planning and legacy planning, what we call enhanced planning, uh, to make sure your loved ones are taken care of and and as much of your assets are going to them as possible and that there's a clear-cut direction for your loved ones on who gets what. That's it. Clear-cut direction. Yeah, Yeah, who gets what. Exactly. Who owns what and who gets what? That's the bottom line. Yeah, I mean, you want to avoid potential delays. Um, for uh, sure. Obviously, you want you don't want unwanted publicity. You want to avoid probate uh, for those you leave behind, and you don't want to leave your loved ones, like your spouse, your kids, or your grandkids, in a bad situation. Exactly. Yeah. All right, Tony. So I'm gonna move on here. I want to highlight trust because trusts are uh, commonly used, right? It's also true that many people establish a trust but neglect to put anything in it. It's not funded, which may mean things end up in probate, which is what we're trying to avoid, okay? Trying to avoid probate by doing everything we need to do now, right? Establishing beneficiaries on accounts and doing a trust could do that as well. Uh, But it has to be funded. You have to put things in it. First, there are three parties to a trust, Tony. You have the grantor, okay, or what we call the truster, the trustee or the successor, and the beneficiary. So the grantor or the truster, who is most likely you, okay, so I get a trust, Tony, and I'm going to be the trustor or the grantor, and I set the rules. So I want uh, I want Gavin to have uh, some land that we own, and, and I want uh, Grant to have a, a cabin that we own, right? And so... Uh, If we want to separate those two and that sort of thing, that is what I have the opportunity to do inside of a trust being the grantor of that trust. From there, you have the trustee or the person who will be the trust caretaker. Basically, the trustee will follow your expressed rules once you pass on. Okay, so if if I have a trust and my wife is a trustee, okay, she can then basically follow whatever I wanted to happen or we wanted to happen in our joint trust, if that's the case. Right. A trustee can be a person or an entity that takes legal ownership of your assets, assumes financial responsibility for those assets, and then carries out the trust's stated purpose. Okay. And then finally, Tony, you have the trust beneficiaries. We know what that is. Those are the people receiving whatever it is that we're giving them. Yeah. So and you don't have to be uh, uber wealthy to need a trust or use a trust. Uh, I mean, if not. you have a house to pass on or any type of retirement savings, of course, most of those accounts have beneficiaries, but 
you may want to put things in a trust for a number of reasons to protect them from probate. So uh, how can our listeners, I'm sure they have questions, how can yep. they get a hold of you, Brock? So it's really important. And in, in, in the last, I don't know, 10 years or so, we it's really important, and, it, and we've done a lot more of this, of working with local attorneys to help people make get this stuff done, right? Because it's not only the attorney that helps you draw these things up based on what you want. And if you have a good one, he's going to or she will walk through the steps of exactly what the end goal is and work back from there. Kind of like we do, right? You want to retire at 65? Great. This is what you're going to have to do. And this is what, you know, in between time of how you're going to reach your goal. So we want to do the same thing. Working with both a, a an attorney uh, that can do this and that um, uh, works with also other financial advisors that can help implement that plan. So think of it as the attorney is is the creator in, in helping you do this, uh, and then uh, we are the implementation specialist to help make sure that these trusts do, in fact, get funded. Okay? Yeah. So, so that's kind of the roles of, of, of what we do and, and why. But you make a great point. That's probably, again, one of the biggest misconceptions is that you have to have a big estate right. to have a trust or to be worthy of a trust. And that is simply not the case, folks. Yeah. Uh, I've seen I'm people not, not worthy. I'm not yeah, worthy. Yeah, exactly. Right? <laughs> I've seen people have you know very little assets and need a trust because of a family situation. Okay. And so, again, it's not always predicated on on assets. Right. Okay. Well, let's let's keep talking about yep. trusts. Uh, what else do you have to tell us about trusts? I think it's a very so, misunderstood area. Yep, I 100% agree, and and I do want to have some education here. So we have revocable trust and irrevocable trust, Tony. Yep. A revocable trust, as you, the name might present itself here, is is run by the person who established it, and the assets within that trust can be taken out revocable, right? An right. irrevocable trust is run by a person or entity other than the person who established the trust and assets are gifted to an irrevocable trust. Furthermore, a revocable trust becomes irrevocable once the person who established it dies. Mm. Okay. So I can, on a revocable trust, I can make changes while we're living in and out, that kind of thing. But in an irrevocable, you cannot do that. And I'm not going to be the one controlling it. Okay. Why would I do that? That's the question you might be asking yourself right now. There are certain benefits and taxes come into play as well here of why you might have irrevocable, lose flexibility versus revocable, having more flexibility. But again, other uh, benefits come into irrevocable trust. Again, talk to your uh, local attorney about that. Okay. Well, you know what? Uh, I hate to cut you off there, but we're out of time. And oh my gosh. it just flew Already? by. But Brock, before we go today, let our listeners know really quick about that seminar and when it is, and then the phone number where they can get a hold of you. Yes, Enhanced Planning Seminar, March 21st at the Jackson Civic Center at 6 p.m. If you're interested, you can go register at InnovativeSeminar.info, or you can just simply give us a call, 573-332-7855, to get registered today. All right, sounds good. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of the Retirement Playbook with our host, Brock Alspa. Thank you for listening to the Retirement Playbook. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Brock Allspa at Innovative Financial Solutions. Call 573-332-7855. 
or visit their website at theinnovativeteam.com. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by Innovative Financial Planners, a registered investment advisor in the state of Missouri. Insurance products and services are offered through Innovative Insurance Consultants. Innovative Financial Solutions and Innovative Insurance Consultants are affiliated companies. Brock Alspa and Innovative Financial Solutions are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.